You've almost certainly heard of it and probably even tried it a few times. Maybe you even hated it at first or still do. Our guest had a similar opinion when she first tried it. This week, we're talking about yoga. Our guest is Annie Appleby. She's an LA-based yoga instructor and developer of the Yoga Force Mat, a revolutionary approach to getting your yoga practice and your life in better alignment. We'll talk to her about that and why some of her newest clients have four legs. This is The Fit Mess, conversations with world-class experts in the fields of mental, physical, and emotional health. In this episode... I got in a car accident, and my left hip bone was about three inches above my right hip bone. And the orthopedic surgeon said, Jesus, I don't think you're ever going to be able to run again, but your spinal cord's pretty good. What have you been doing? I said, yoga. He goes, thank God, because if you didn't do yoga, this would have been a disaster. Now here are your hosts, Zach and Jeremy. Hi there, and welcome to the Fit Mess Podcast. Thanks so much for listening to us while you're doing whatever it is you're doing. Perhaps it's yoga. That would be really handy and convenient because that is what we're talking about this week. In just a few minutes, we'll be joined by Annie Appleby. She's an LA-based yoga instructor and founder of Yoga Force, which not only has cool apparel, but an amazing yoga mat that is unlike any yoga mat you've ever seen before. So really excited to talk to her about yoga and its many benefits for your life. So for anyone who's listened to our show for a while, they know that yoga is actually a very big part of my life and it's, it really is my happy place. What a lot of people might not know is that I took it to the next level a few years ago and actually went and did my 200 hour yoga teacher certification training. So I am certified to teach yoga. That is very handy because we are hosting a monthly challenge right now in our new Facebook group where this month we're challenging you to just try some yoga or maybe try a little more. We need all the help we can get, right? Because yoga is very hard. It's really funny how people who are like diehard yoga fans, like all of them say they hated it when they first tried it. Well, yeah, because it's hard. And sometimes not even when you first try yoga, sometimes it's when you try to do it again. You know, I, I did my first round the other day and I'm going to try and get in one more today so that I can at least do it twice in the first week of our challenge. Got to say, didn't love it. Did not have a good time. Was not enjoyable. Now, that's largely because I have this injury that I've had for two years. It's in my shoulder. So things like downward dog and whatever are, are very painful. But I think without injury, it's still very difficult. Yeah. The first time I did it, I remember I was doing it for a very specific reason of I had an issue of what ended up being a side effect of a medication I was taking, but like my hands and my feet were tingling and I, we thought it was like nerve issues and I needed to just get a little stretchier. So that's why I went and I was just like, this is terrible. Like I started sweating doing yoga and I was like, no, 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 no. You don't sweat <laughs> when you do yoga. This is supposed to be relaxing. Why are my muscles hurt? Why am I shaking? Everyone can see me shake. Oh, I just fell over. This is really hard. And the next three, four, five times I went, I was like, this is really hard. But then I learned the most important lesson of yoga is that you can modify. You don't have to do exactly what the teacher says. You can take a break whenever you want. But every time you do yoga, you're going to get stronger and it gets easier, but it never gets easy. That was one of the things we did an episode. I don't even remember a year, year and a half ago and, and talked about yoga with one of the instructors that, that I was seeing uh, in Seattle. And I'll never forget one of the instructors at that yoga studio changed my perspective on yoga entirely simply by saying, it's your practice. Mm -hmm. Do what works for your body. 
you don't have to do what I'm doing. You don't have to do what the person next to you is doing. It's your body. It's your practice. Do it in a way that helps you. And that just completely blew my mind because I generally operate from a, from a point of view of whatever I think is probably wrong anyways. So whatever <laughs> anyone else is doing is probably the right way. So going into something like yoga can be super intimidating because you're just like, wow, that person can bend their foot around their neck and then tie it under their elbow. That's insane. How, do I, how am I supposed to learn how to do that? I don't have to learn how to do that. I just you have don't. to learn to work within my own body and within my own means which ends up translating into such an incredible lesson for life outside of yoga. That's one of the reasons that I like it so much is that it's, so I'm very, if you haven't been able to guess yet, like I like instructions. I like to be able to do step A and then step B, step C, and you don't skip them and you do them in order. And there's a proper procedure and way to do things. And then you get into yoga and it's very much like I've heard that several times where they say, I'm just a guide. It's your body. I'm going to offer suggestions and it's up to you to take them if you want to. But me, I go into yoga. I'm like, okay, he said downward dog. I'm doing downward dog. Oh, he said pigeon. I'm going to do pigeon. Oh, my knee hurts. Screw it. I'm going to force my knee into this position and it's going to hurt. Took me a little while to realize that that's not actually it. Whenever I like pigeon, I still can't do pigeon just because my knees don't work quite that way and you're not um, gumby exactly <laughs> but even today like pigeon i just i don't do anything i just kind of lay down yeah and take a rest yeah take a break and i don't care and it, it's my practice it's not the person next to me it's not the teacher it's my practice and pigeon does not serve me and that's why i think for many people in our audience, if, if you haven't done yoga, you're afraid to do yoga. You think it's not something your body will do. You can't put yourself into those positions. You're not flexible enough. All of that nonsense is purely nonsense. You can do it. You can just do it your way. When you do what you love, like running, biking, and enjoying the great outdoors, you want to do it for life. Inside Tracker can help. It was founded in 2009 by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics. Inside Tracker analyzes your data to provide you with a clear picture of what's going on inside your body and offers you science-backed recommendations for positive diet and lifestyle changes. With Inside Tracker's concrete action plan, you'll be able to track your progress towards reaching your goals every day. And for a limited time, we've teamed up with Inside Tracker to provide our listeners with a chance to win the ultimate Inside Tracker prize package. Head on over to insidetracker.com forward slash fitmess giveaway or click the link on our website and enter for a chance to win a prize pack worth more than $1,700 from Inside Tracker. But I want to clarify one thing that a lot of people think that yoga is about stretching and about being flexible. And that's part of it. Don't get me wrong. When you see somebody doing yoga, that's what you see happening. But the real benefit of yoga, and this is my own personal experience, and this is the way it was intended thousands of years ago. The benefit of yoga is to prepare your body to be still so that you can meditate, so that you can breathe. So there's a whole piece of yoga. That, like as you're going through a course, they're going to tell you to inhale and exhale at certain points. And one of my yoga teachers early on made a comment that will stick with me for the rest of my life. If you just laid down on the mat and didn't do any of the poses and just breathed when they told you to breathe, you're doing 50% of yoga because it's about your breath. If you can't breathe through a pose, you need to back off a little bit. 
you want to be able to breathe and it's about your focus, like focusing on your body, the now taking all of your anxieties, worries, fears of the past and future, putting them aside and just having a moment of now. So it's really a meditative experience, especially for me, that is my meditation and you get a little bit more flexible and you get stronger. And if you do it enough, your muscles will just tone right up and you'll start to look good too. That's what's so great about it is it can totally feed into your vanity if that's your thing, or it can unlock some deep emotional stuff. And that's where it won me over. I don't remember when I started doing yoga, but I remember when I started feeling it like inside, like mm -hmm. emotionally. And when I started ending most of my session with some amount of tears, because something was unlocked, something was discovered in that silence, in that presence in the moment that allowed me to just really feel it, process it and move it out of my body. To me, that is what gets me on the mat. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of my yoga teachers, Kayla, who was on a few episodes ago, she says pretty regularly at the beginning of, of a class, something to the effect of, this is your hour. This is your time. Your to-do list will be there when you're done. Your thoughts and your worries, they're going to be there when you're done. And it really is, if you can focus in on it, like it's your time, all that stuff can disappear and you get an hour to yourself. It's really great. When you can carve out that time for yourself and make yourself a priority, you start to value yourself a little more. You start to value yourself as much as all of the other people that you're constantly trying to please and, and do things for. But back to the topic today, yoga is such a, a great entry point to trying to unlock those emotions through physical movement because anybody can do it because it only has to be whatever your body's capable of. Yeah, I will say that if you're in good health and you have no physical ailments, doing it at home with an app or, you know, YouTube video, totally doable. And if you don't want to go to a studio, but you still want to support a local studio, a lot of studios are doing virtual yoga classes now, but if you can, I would highly, and if you have any, you know, ailments, any physical conditions that, that you're worried about injury, highly recommend that you go to a yoga studio with a certified yoga teacher, walking you through the practice and giving you modifications. Most teachers, if you let them know that you have an injury or something that you're worried about right up front, they will offer suggestions and other poses that you can go into. So you won't hurt yourself. So one of the things that, that a yoga, yoga instructor could help you with is the alignment. Like, are, are you doing the poses right? Or are you straight? Are you lined up appropriately? I had the opportunity to use a new mat, the yoga force mat that actually has some alignment cues on it to help me figure out Am I doing this straight? Am I right? It's actually been really, really nice. And it's, it's a little bit of a different yoga mat, but I really love it. And it's made by yoga force. And on today's show, we got to talk to Annie Appleby. She's an LA based yoga instructor and the developer of the yoga force mat. We talked to her about the new yoga mat, her yoga practice, and how, when she started yoga, she hated it too. Okay. I worked at Paramount pictures in Hollywood and I was getting sexually harassed by my boss and I was like really freaked out. And I had my best friend, Diana Stirr said, Annie, let's go to a yoga class. And I'm like, I'm not going to go to a yoga class. I'm too type A. I like to run. I ran marathons. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to sit around and hum. She goes, no, let's go to this yoga class on the lot. So she pulled me away. We did the yoga class. I pretty much talked the whole class <laughs> and Marion Stark was our teacher. She was like German and she was crazy fun. And she's like, Annie, you cannot talk during a yoga class. You must learn how to breathe. And I'm like, well, I don't really think I like this. And she said, 
give it three classes. If you hate it on the fourth class, that means don't do yoga. It's not for you. So I hated it on the first class. I hated it on the second class. Third class, I didn't talk and I learned how to breathe. So then the fourth class, I'm like, oh, I love this changed my life. Seriously, what, four classes. What was it mm-hmm. that you hated? Was it just that it was too still and because you were too active of a I person? Was, I'm, you could probably tell I'm a type A personality. I've got <laughs> enough energy for 12 people in one little body. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, I'm very, I've got just tons of energy. Yeah. So I'm thinking this is too slow for me. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I was not really concentrating on the breathing. And once you get the breathing down, it's unbelievable mm-hmm. how much it helps. Yeah. And I was like five pounds overweight when I started it. And then I actually was five pounds underweight after like four or five months of it. Wow. So I had to eat more, but I did stop eating red meat for some reason. I, I started eating really healthy with yoga. Hmm. So I do have a feeling that that might be because you're, you're lifting your body weight, you're doing all this stuff. And you're really aware of how healthy you are mm-hmm. and how you feel. I did find that myself when I started doing yoga, that it just really connected me to my body more. Mm-hmm. And I felt things that I wouldn't have felt before and made changes to my life based on how I was feeling. And yoga really connected me to those feelings. That but maybe... it's weird because of me, I love red steak. I mean, I love rare. You know, yeah. so rare it moves kind of, you know, that's like my thing. And all of a yes. sudden I would go out to a restaurant and I'm like, I don't really want to have steak. I'll have fish. So I just don't eat red meat anymore. Yeah. So uh, fortunately you liked your third and fourth class. So oh, it, it changed my life. Fast forward to today. Where are you at today? And, and, and how'd you get there? Well, it's, it's a process. So I started yoga I stayed at Paramount for five years because my father would have killed me if I didn't get fully vested in my 401k. I called my uncle and I said, trademark yoga force and do not tell my dad. So he (laughs) trademarked yoga force for me and he didn't tell my dad. And then two weeks after my five year anniversary at Paramount, I quit. And then I started my own company. Mm-hmm. So in like 1995, I started Yoga Force and it started out being close. So I had big, comfortable boyfriend sweatshirts and shorts and leggings and little tank tops. Mm-hmm. And then I sold to Fred Siegel's, Nordstrom, Macy's, Bloomingdale's, all spas and resorts. And I was, I was making the stuff out of, well, out of downtown LA. And then I lived in West Hollywood and I had everything stored in my West Hollywood condo. So, I mean, I was so busy. (laughs) I really had no time for yoga. I was just busy shipping stuff all over the place and it was fun, but it was way too much. So then I moved to San Francisco in 2005 and I thought, well, I want to do something, but I would like to have one skew. And Mm -hmm. then I'm like, what am I going to do? Oh, I'm going to patent a yoga mat. So, you know, I, I'm explaining that you know, yoga mat has to be good for alignment because I forgot to tell you that I got in a car accident. That seems like mm-hmm. a, an important detail in this story. Yeah. yeah. So I got into a car accident on the way to my yoga class at Paramount because I still took classes on the lot, even though I wasn't working there anymore. And 
I get in and Marion goes, Annie, what's wrong? I'm like, I just got in a car accident. I feel really limber though. She goes, no, you've got to go to the emergency room. And my left hip bone was about three inches above my right hip bone. Jeez. And the wow. orthopedic surgeon said, Jesus, I don't think you're ever going to be able to run again, but your spinal cord's pretty good. What have you been doing? I said, yoga. He goes, thank God. Cause if you didn't do yoga, this would have been a disaster, but your hip bones are out of alignment. I'm going to prescribe Pilates before we have to do surgery, Pilates and yoga. So I did Pilates and yoga. Then I go to Santa Monica. I take my yoga class, Brian Kest in front of 300 other people goes, Appleby, what the hell's going on with your hands? Look at your hands. So I had my hand here and my hand here because my hip bones were out of alignment. So right. that meant everything was out of alignment. And I, then I'm like, whoa, he goes, like, why don't you just get a piece of scotch tape and put it on the front of your yoga mat so you could see how bad your hands are out of alignment. And I'm like, okay, so that helped. So then I invented this mat. I made it ergonomics. It's, it's wider in the front and more narrow in the back because at that time, our classes were so crowded. I wanted to cheat the real estate without anybody really getting mad. Mm -hmm. So it's ergonomically bigger at the shoulders and more narrower at the feet. And then I thought, well, I'm going to ride my bike to yoga class. So I'm going to have a built-in strap that's adjustable. And I'm going to have a wallet that goes on the thing, but you could take it off and you could put it on your Velcroed. So -hmm. you could put it on your wrist, you could put it on your ankle, but it has a zipper. And then you could put your money and credit cards and stuff. So if if you're, if you're riding your bike to yoga class, it's Mm hands-free and then you don't lose your strap because your strap is glued into your yoga mat. That's smart. So I thought that was smart and I thought nobody else had that. So I got a patent attorney and I patented the yoga mat and then it's trademarked. So yoga force is trademarked and now it's patented and yoga's big now. And even Tom Brady, who's from my same town does yoga. So now boys are doing yoga too. In 1997, I tried to get cops to do yoga in West Hollywood and they wouldn't even talk to me. Oh, then I funny. talked to the CIA and they go, no. I talked to the FBI. They go, no. But now, guess who called? The FBI. Really? They need yoga. That's wild. Yeah. And some cops around here want to take yoga now too. That so I'm the girl for yoga. For right. And they're type A too. Oh, interesting. So it, it that's what you need. Yeah. You just need to breathe. Like, Take three deep breaths before you shoot somebody. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's start there. That's that's not yeah. a bad plan. Zach's actually been using your uh, your patented yoga force mat for the last few weeks. I have. What do you think? It, what do you think of the alignment system? I like it. It actually it really has opened my eyes to some of the things that that I do that I, I just never would have seen otherwise. So I can tell you this morning I was doing side plank and I really I realized that where my hand was in relation to where my shoulder was based on the lines, my hand was too far forward, right? It wasn't directly under my shoulder where it should have been. And I was also crooked on my mat too. It was a little bit too far forward and a little bit behind me. So I was able to fix that and little things like just standing, my feet are never quite lined up. So So you get your big toes to line up to each other. Right. Yeah. But they're, they're always yeah. like an inch off. And I realized, 
realized that when I was standing on the line and looked down and went, oh, I never noticed that. So now I'm working on just those little tiny tweaks. And I think for me anyway, like those little tweaks make huge differences in my practice. It seems like the precision of having those lines drawn out for you, because I, I can imagine standing on a normal yoga mat and thinking, oh yeah, I'm doing fine, but you're- Well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I had done yoga with Brian for a long time and I was thinking I was doing downward facing dog correctly because that felt good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But my hip bones were completely out of alignment due to the accidents. Right. Well, after like a couple of months, I went back to the orthopedic surgeon and he goes, what the hell happened? You're back in alignment. You don't need surgery. You can go run again. You're fine. Mm-hmm. What did you do? I go, I just did yoga all the time. That's and awesome. I, 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 he has my yoga mat. My surgeon has my yoga mat. So a lot of surgeons recommend my yoga mat to their um, patients. So let's, let's talk about the, I mean, obviously you've benefited significantly from yoga, but let's talk about for someone who maybe has never done it before is the cop who's scared of it. The FBI agent who is now being told he has to do yoga. What are the benefits? Why should somebody consider doing yoga if they've never done it before? Well, I think like my first yoga teacher at Paramount said, you know, it isn't for everybody, but give it four shots. Mm -hmm. That means you have to do four yoga classes, basically. If you don't like it by the fourth time, forget it. Don't do it. Also, if you go to a yoga class and you don't like the teacher because you don't hook up with that personality, there's a million yoga teachers out there. Mm -hmm. You could try another personality. But by the fourth class, if you get the breathing, you should get yoga. Mm -hmm. It really does. It helps your posture. It helps your digestive system. It helps your sleep. It helps your life. I mean, it's, it's puts your whole life into alignment, so to speak. And what about like the sort of spiritual, emotional part of it? Has that been a big part of the practice for you? I'm or? not really like that. No. Oh, really? That's interesting. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that, I mean, I'm, I'm not that spiritual. I, I guess I am my, in my own little way, but I, just like to get things done and I like to feel good and I like to look good and I like to have good posture and I like to feel confident. I do a lot of public speaking and I just find yoga has helped me. It's just changed my life in so many ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can, I can relate. I, I tried yoga just due to an injury and my wife urged me to go to yoga. I didn't want to, I really didn't want to. And I went and it was fortunately like I, I got lucky in the, and the, the teacher that I found was really good teacher. And I jived with him right very first session. And I will reiterate, like I've, I've had teachers that I did not enjoy the, the, the session because of the teacher and there's, there are a million teachers, but yeah. it took me a few times and I'll, I'll say it again. Nothing has changed me mentally more than yoga ever has. And it was a teacher who said, if you're not breathing through this, if you can't breathe through the pose, that's not yoga. And another right. teacher who said, if you just lay there and breathe, when I tell you to breathe, it's 50% of yoga. So now when I talk about yoga, I'm always like, oh, it's so great. It's so great. And I try and get people to go who wouldn't normally go. And a lot of guys respond with, well, I'm not flexible enough for yoga. That's a or ridiculous I'm... thing to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would love to hear how, how do you argue? If you want that? to get flexible, then yeah. do yoga. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, duh. Right. Like it helps you get flexible. Yep. So there you go. There's, there's, that's not a, 
that the, it's not a legitimate answer. It's not legit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What and about then, other physical mobility issues, though? If if, if you're an older person and, and maybe you want to do yoga. But what you're, if you're a football player? Tom yeah. Brady is pretty much the best football player and he's old, right? Well, he's in his 40s. I don't know if he's old. But, but so I wouldn't what? Say- I mean, like <laughs> yoga makes you young. Right. So yeah. if so if my mom, who's in her 70s, decides I want to start yoga, should she be worried about falling and breaking a hip? No, she shouldn't. She okay. should be very careful. There's a lot of easy yoga poses you can do. There's people who, who work with older people. Oh my God. Yeah. You, you hear about people falling down when they're 80 years old and they, they're totally okay. And then they break a hip and then it's, it's over. Right. Right. So, so yeah, it's great for your bones. You're lifting your body weight. It's fantastic. That's I, I ask every uh, yoga person that we come across on this show is yoga enough. If, if no. I just did yoga, Walking. walk, so Walking walk, walk and yoga exercises in the world, walking yoga, walk to your yoga class. I mean, walking's really, really, really good for you. And then yoga, and then you eat healthy, drink a lot of water. I mean, geez, I haven't been, I, I don't want to say this, knock on wood. <laughs> I haven't been sick in 10 years. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So but I have to say, I was scared of the COVID thing. So well, I was not. I was mostly streaming, you know, videos, and right, right, watching course. TV and having a glass of Chardonnay and <laughs> eating a turkey sandwich. <laughs> right. So, All right. Yeah, what if, what nice. if, what if I want to do yoga with my dog? I understand this is something that you are now working on with a, with a dogo class. I just class. did something with Caesar and I'm um, so jealous Juan and Nat Geo and Disney plus, and it's on my website at yogaforce.com. So there's a blog you can look at through the blogs and the whole show is on there and it shows you how to do yoga with your dog. And it's like doing yoga with your baby, which I taught baby yoga to wow. you use your baby as a weight when you're doing the poses. So mm-hmm. you have an additional added weight. What about for the dog? Is there a benefit for the dog or is the dog there really oh, to yes. keep you company? So my dog is 12 years old. My dog acts like she's two. She's completely (laughs) healthy. You stretch them. So they stretch, Mm -hmm. right? They breathe, they stretch. Mm -hmm. They love it. It's a, it's a fun exercise for them to do. It's a good bonding exercise. And it adds to that sort of calm, assertive energy that Caesar's always talking about, right? Yeah. It calms the dog down because I've done so many yoga classes with a bunch of dogs and a bunch of humans, and they're all so hyper at the beginning. And then at the end, they're all completely chill, mm-hmm. totally calm down. So That's yeah, so cool. it calms them down. Very cool. It's good for them too. I will definitely have to try that because I've got two dogs that are just. What kind of dogs though? So they are mutts, but their mother was a border collie. So they are. Oh, they're very smart. They're so very smart. Border collies are very, very smart dogs. You just can't do a lot of picking them up because they're kind of heavy, right? They're 50 pounds, but one yes. of them, one of them prefers that I pick him up. <laughs> okay. But be so, careful. Yes. 50 pounds. I don't, Madison's 12 pounds. So. Yeah. No, I can only do it for a few minutes and then, yeah. and then he sheds all over me and I'm like, Oh, this was a bad idea all around. <laughs> yeah. My dog, my dog really likes it. She's a little Pomeranian. Oh, my daughter is going to be so <laughs> jealous. She Have her look at my website. It's all over there. So if somebody wants to start yoga, where should they look? Where's a good place to go and, and I guess investigate it as a practice for something they want to do, just like their local shop or should they come yeah, to your website? You, yoga is worldwide now. 
It's not weird. Everybody, even the FBI has heard of yoga, which is good. So I would just Google it, Mm -hmm. Google yoga in your area, go yoga, zip code, something will show up, something close to your house. And where do we learn more about you and Yoga Force? You go to yogaforce.com. It's like Air Force, except for yogaforce.com. And I'm on Twitter at yogaforce.com or at yogaforce. And then I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook at yogaforce. So it's pretty much the whole thing. All the things. We'll have all the links to that on our website in the show notes. Annie, it's been a lot of fun talking to you. you. Thank you so much for your time today. Great talking to you. Our thanks to Annie Appleby for coming on and talking with us. She is the founder and CEO of Yoga Force, and they developed a really cool Yoga Force mat. Again, I've got it sitting right over there. It's awesome. So thanks to her for coming on. In the show notes, you'll find links to all things Annie and Yoga Force. And if today's episode has inspired you to try yoga or you want to know more about yoga, Jeremy, there's actually a place for people to go, right? We happen to have a Facebook group where the monthly challenge right now is yoga. I don't think we've narrowed down what the challenge is exactly. Are we trying to do this six times a day and pushing ourselves till we break? Or are we doing this once a week? What's, what's the goal here, Zach? What are we doing in our yoga challenge in our Facebook group? So just like a yoga practice, it is unique to you, right? And this challenge is going to be unique to you. So the goal that we've set for everyone is if you've never tried yoga before, to try it. If you currently do yoga, to just increase your practice a little bit. So do a little more than you do now. I love that because that's exactly the attitude I've gone into it with. I'm starting week one with trying to do it twice, and then I'm going to try and add one session to each week so that I can get in a few sessions every week. Because I am, I'm living a healthier lifestyle. I'm, I'm, I'm more active. I'm walking a bunch. I'm running a bunch. And this is exactly what I think has been missing to unlock a lot of the emotional stuff that I'm still hanging on to. And, and I just know it's beneficial because it has been for me in the past. And, and I love that we're doing this purely for selfish reasons, because I know how much it's going to help me. I know it's going to help you. Join us in the Facebook group. You can find it on Facebook, as it turns out. Uh, There's a link on our Facebook page, as well as in the show notes for this episode. You know, my biggest problem is going to be with this challenge. What's that? I already do a fair amount of yoga. So So you got to do more. more. You got to do more. Just, Just add like five minutes every time. No, I'm actually going to be really selfish about it. And I'm going to carve out another hour or two. See, this is the thing with you. It's never halfway. It's never just a little more. It's like, if I'm going to do this more, I'm going to do this 80% more. Not, not just mm-hmm. like five. You got to go. It's too much. It's too much. Take it no, easy on yourself. For, I know. Be and kind I, to yourself, Zach. I am being kind in this <laughs> because the alternative is I go, I'm going to just eat more or I'm going to watch TV more or I'm going to do something else that's totally unhealthy more. So the more yoga I do, the less unhealthy stuff I'm going to do. With that, we're going to stop talking and go do some yoga. (laughs) I got to go find my mat. Where did I leave it? All right. Well, I got to go find it. So thanks so much for listening to this episode and for subscribing on your favorite podcast player. We will be back next Wednesday with a brand new episode at thefitmess.com. See everyone. We know this podcast is amazing and doesn't seem to lack anything, but we need a legal disclaimer. Prior to implementing anything discussed in this podcast, it is your responsibility to conduct your own research and consult your physician. You should assume that Jeremy and Zach don't know what they're talking about, and they're not liable for any physical or emotional issues that occur directly or indirectly from listening to this podcast.